It's time for Cofield and Company. Live from Sin City, Las Vegas. A lot of bad decisions have been made in this little strip of real estate. We're hoping to make good ones here tonight. Wolf out of the pocket, throws downfield for the end zone, intercepted! Amik Robertson in the back corner, picks it off in front of Watson, and the Raiders defense just seals the victory here in Vegas. It's Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio on ESPN Las Vegas. All right, here we go on a Tuesday. Cofield and Company, Adam Hill is here. Justin Watkins on a Tuesday is with us, our ESPN Las Vegas legal insider. Damon as well. You hear some of the Raiders' highlights from last night. No lowlights. Everything was good. Everything was good. They move out to 2-3 and three with a victory. Justin Watkins is here. You can feel the energy in the studio right before the show. Can't you feel the positive? nature of the show we are all chatting and fired up before the show <laughs> well i actually i'm a i'm a little positive on the raiders yes. you know i normally don't care but uh i you know i think a little a big part of what made them look good last night was jordan love looking bad but especially the last interception but i think those interceptions weren't give they were good plays the defense had pressure the entire night maybe this is the kind of game that builds some of their confidence in the secondary that i think that they need so Maybe it's a springboard to something else. We have a lot of Raiders. We we play the Packers every week. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, sometimes you need that. Sometimes (laughs) you need to beat a bad team. I got to make an announcement. We we have a lot of Raiders stuff coming today, so let's not pile drive all of it into (laughs) the opening 10 minutes. My friend Adam Hill has a habit of doing that recently. So we've got all your stuff spread out. Lots of stuff to get to a lot here in the first hour. So let's follow the rundown. Right, Devon? We've been good at doing that. Yes, it's the up. big topic of the day. Yes. this Well, it's one of the big topics of the day, which we already know one person's going to crap on. Um, I am positive moving forward. I think the schedule is manageable. Uh, can this team be a 10 or 11 win team? It's probably a long shot, but they've played a lot of close games, and they finally had one go their way because they made their own breaks in a lot of ways. And guess what? In a league that has – seven or eight shaky quarterbacks, and there could be more situations like that with injuries. You take advantage of these spots where the quarterback on the other side is not that good, which means that the next two weeks are must-wins. If you want to have a good season, then you have to beat the Patriots and you have to win at the Bears. I mean, I think you can get away with a shaky quarterback with a good coach, but when you have a shaky quarterback and a shaky coach, you know. I mean, you see what Staley's doing to Herbert, and Herbert's an excellent quarterback. I just don't. I think the 10 11 win season. I, I I don't I don't foresee well, that happening. Just so you know, the, the, vibe, the vibe with the local Vegas media is like five wins. Right now, it could turn out to be a five win season. But what what was yesterday morning? What was the the vibe on the morning show yesterday? That they'll be lucky if they beat the Jets, and by two and ten, they should be starting Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, which is absurd. I don't ever want to see Aiden O'Connell until like they're three and. 12. Like he gets the last two or three games of a season that is a absolute disaster. And the other statement, I think people got to look around the NFL. There's a lot of ordinary situations. I don't want to go off on the Jets again. The Jets are not good. Zach Wilson will hold them back. He's a flawed quarterback. My whole point here is the NFL has like a ton of t- I, I mean, I, I feel like the NFL has 15 teams that are between 7 and 10 and 10 and 7. The Raiders can be one of those teams and with some coin flips going their way and making some breaks. They can be on the upper side of that. The point is, there's a lot of very mediocre teams. Yeah, but why do you want to be one of those mediocre teams? Why, why don't you want to just go get Caleb Williams? <laughs> you know, like. Seven wins is probably what the Raiders are. Yeah. That is the worst case. Yeah. Well, then fire Josh McDaniels now. 
Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I please, think you should do please, that. Please too. go to the next the, the next opportunity you have and start. That's that should be the angle. Every time you talk to the Raiders, you are a seven win team, Max. Why are you not fired? Do you want as a player? Do you want Josh McDaniels fired? Because otherwise, what? Why are they even playing the season? Well, they don't have a good quarterback. Well, you're playing. See, I think you're playing the season to see who you want to be a part of the team going forward. Yeah, you have to do okay. that and I mean, to win the know. Caleb Williams lottery. Yeah, they're not. Like he, they, that, that's they've already ruined that. Like, yeah, I already, know exactly. They've ruined the season. So we've started off winning the show games. with they. Suck, if you're not a top three team, don't pick. play games. The season is a waste. Fire McDaniel's. This is what I'm talking about. The vibe in Vegas with this team. <laughs> Raider Nation is like this too. Well, but well, wait. Let's separate in this town and Raider Nation. Two different. Yeah. Two different two things. Different. Oh, I think. I think. Well, I don't. Okay. They're I don't. Not. I actually don't believe this town cares much about the Raiders. I'm That's talking what about. I'm talking, the about. Me- I'm talking about the media. Right. You're right. They're in a weird position. We started breaking it down yesterday where I think the floor for the worst teams in the NFL actually aren't going to be that bad. I agree. It might be a, it might be a four-win team. I don't, what yeah. is the most wins ever for a true number one slot team? Has it ever been four and 12 in the past? Probably. probably. And I'm not talking about trades. Right. But has the worst team ever been a four-win team? I think it's happened. Okay. For sure, Let's three-win teams have yeah. done it multiple times. Because the only yeah. – there's, there's two teams that I see at the bottom – that could finish with one, two, or three wins. And the Raiders actually play both of them. And that's the Giants and the Patriots. Yeah. Fair. The Raiders I, are in a weird deal. And I know – I don't – you know what? I'm, I'll bring it up. I don't, I don't know if it's off the record on the record. I know you've talked to people in the organization who are like, tanking is not easy. A full tank is not easy in this era, in this city, and with the current state of the AFC, like, hey, let's tank. So three years from, three, uh, three years from now, we're good. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is still here. So yeah. is Burrow. Yeah. So now, it's just it's this incredibly difficult quandary. But I'm always amazed. We come in like five minutes in, and I'm just kind of rallying on everything. Like, they won a game. Yeah, I that's said I was positive thing. about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's the point. Like, is it a bad thing or a good thing? I think right. that is the first thing to address. To me, winning games is bad right now. You're not going to make the playoffs. You're not going to be good. You have little to no chance of uh, what is the odds? What is their chance of actually winning a title? Z- almost zero, one percent, something like that. Like it's it's about the future for this team. It should be about the future. And your point to, to the point about Aiden O'Connell. Like yeah, I don't. He's nowhere near ready. Like you can't put him in. Um, but is he part of the future? Like I don't think so. But you could be wrong. So like you do need to see him at some point. I wouldn't put him in now either. Like the AFC is bad enough right now that could you potentially sneak in? Sure. And you've already ruined your early season by winning a couple games. So go ahead and try. See where you are in a couple weeks. Now I will fight back on your the next two weeks. Bad quarterbacks. Well, Justin Fields has been the maybe second or third best quarterback in the league the last two weeks. My man. <laughs> I mean, oh, get out so of here with this. Get let's out settle of down. here with this. No. Justin. Get out of here. Two weeks ago, 80% completions, 335 yards, four touchdowns. Last week, four touchdowns, 282 yards. I mean, and in, in only playing a in half. opportune picks. and Only playing a half? Yeah. Because they were up so much? Opponents? That's fine. But he, the numbers are there. I didn't name the other, the third team that yeah. looks like they could win two or three, four max, and that is the Broncos who are quitting on Sean Payton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Broncos are done. Yeah, I don't think the good. Raiders can catch the Broncos now. <laughs> it's over. It's be tough. <laughs> you got too many. You got a head-to-head coming up. <laughs> They're not going to catch them. Yeah, that's to me. That's a fascinating thing. What Adam is describing is 
a league that has come out on the AFC side in kind of ordinary fashion. So you do have that fool's gold of getting to nine or ten wins. Yep. But the more wins you get, then you're out of the derby for some of these guys who are coming out. And by the way, if I'm Caleb Williams, I ain't going to the Giants and I ain't going to the Patriots. So I'm going back to school. He's already indicated he'll it's make, possible. He'll yeah, make more money. He'll make more money in college than he will in the pros. I mean, the the Patriots situation is going to be really weird. This transition is going to be incredibly difficult. I don't think Bobby Kraft and Johnny Kraft have the stones to tell Belichick to get the hell out. And Belichick could be Bobby Bowden. He could be Joe Paterno, minus the cover-up stuff, although he covered up other stuff. <laughs> um, but, I mean, he could he could drag this out if he wants, what, three three more years? Yeah. It could just become a miserable situation. Yeah, and I tend to agree with you on Caleb Williams. I mean, with NIL deals, he's making, a t- he's making millions now. And if he wins the Heisman again this year – then he could be the first potential player to ever win three Heismans if he came back another year, still getting millions more dollars and not giving up his number one draft status. So it's no sure thing if you're not in communication with him and know he's going to come out. But I think the Raiders would be able to get him. I mean, I think that that's a natural progression for Raider Nation, for an L.A. kid to be part of the Raiders. That's, plus plus he the, wins. They're he, the biggest team in L.A. Well, if he wins three straight Heismans, I will promise you that Saudi Arabia starts a football league and makes him the first player to make $100 million. <laughs> that will happen. I don't know anything about that, but I'll, I'll just say I, I think that I agree with you on the on the three bottom teams. The Raiders probably weren't in that. Um, could they could – they, fall back into it I think they could but like you said the schedule softens a lot in the next six weeks I don't I don't know I think there'll be a middling team I think I think six seven wins is right where they'll be the whole situation is fascinating it is because I think Mark Davis wants to win now (laughs) he always does he's cussing up a storm up in the up in the owner's box by the way who was he cursing at and what was he cursing at McDaniels okay for they didn't throw it to the end zone once when they got the ball on the seven yard line and what do you call him the a word. Well, that's not nice. It's not nice. Well, he didn't know he was on camera. <laughs> that's, that's well, I mean, you're the, you're you're an owner in an open box. I mean, they're on. He, I mean, if he didn't get the war, if he didn't get the message from the shot of him eating chicken wings, which was that was horrific. It's bad, right? Who was with him, by the way? Uh, she's an Australian guitar player. I think she was Michael Jackson's guitar player. Huh, okay. Nice job. Yeah. I'd be in a good mood. I wouldn't be cursing at the coach. And they won. And they won. won. I know he's frustrated. Maybe that's what he was mad at. Maybe he wants Caleb Williams. <laughs> he's, they're, they're succeeding too Another much. field goal. Ah! It's a weird situation. And on the way back, let's, uh, let's get to what's going on with McDaniels because this team does need to be coached up because of some – Interesting, strange personnel decisions. Like the offense really needs to be creative when they can't push the ball past 20 yards beyond the line of scrimmage. And that means you got to freaking nail your game decisions. You got to manage the clock. And they won. It doesn't, the first 10 minutes of this show, it doesn't sound like they won. Uh, but, you know, maybe that's a good thing in this market. We expect winners. VGK is opening tonight. They're racing the banner for a world championship. And, you know, we watch the Raiders and they're graded on a very, very hard scale. Stanley Cup championship in Golden Knights history comes in their sixth season. The Silver State is home to the greatest silver trophy in all of sports. Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio.
on ESPN Las Vegas. Uh, brings like such good memories. Dan Duva on the call, Stanley Cup winner. I was just joking to these guys. And it was grueling those first six years. I came in, uh, you know, just like we did in the opening block here on Cofield and Company. I came in down in the dumps after a lot of rough times with the Golden Knights over those first uh, five plus. I'm kidding. Uh, obviously, it was a magical run to get to the six. Could have actually happened earlier. Could have happened earlier, which is amazing. No one expected that one or very few people expected that one. So, Banner Night tonight. We're going to get to that in a second. We're talking about the other mega. WMD is pretty big, but mega. Major League Sports franchise in town, and that is the weird position the Raiders are in. A lot of, uh, you know, they got, they got to win, right? They got to win. So they uh, they took apart Jordan Love and the Packers, who I don't think are very good, and I don't think Jordan Love is good. So they did what they had to do. The rest of the season is going to be really interesting to see if they can win games, how Mark Davis reacts. He was clearly frustrated last night at game decisions by Josh McDaniels, calling him an a-hole at, some, at one point, we think, lip readers. That's not me calling him that. Uh, but Mark Davis, a uh, little frustrated. He was set up to have a good time, though. Looked like a nice lady was hanging out with him. You know, his uh, WNBA team is freaking sky high after a game one win. They got another game coming up. Uh, looked like he was playing slots the other day at the airport. I hope he won. Nobody wins at the airport. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Do you know that? Are the payouts? Do we know? Oh, yeah. They're definitely lower. They're lower? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh come yeah. on. They're in the 80%s. Yeah. Do they post it? Post it? Yeah, they have to disclose <laughs> Do they? that. Yeah. It's in small print on the side. It's not <laughs> yeah. flashing up. No, front. no, no. Not, in, not on the machine itself, but okay. they have to, through gaming None regulators. None of that 99% Oh, no, no. Flashing letters? No? Yeah. Seems like a bad idea to be sitting at the airport doing that. He's bored. Well, good for him for actually going in, though, and not just waiting in the car. Yeah, where was he waiting? Uh, the, I was like a Southwest terminal. Did you, did, did you do a, no, a, a I, deep dive on this? Well, them? here's my thought, because my thought right away was, I think most of the slots are like at the gates. Yeah. So would he have to, did they let him through security? But then I remember, no, there's a bank by the like, where the Wendy's is. I think there's a, a Jimmy John's in there, too. Hmm. Uh, there's a little area uh, where there's some shops uh, between, like when you go upstairs from ticketing. Yeah, there's definitely no, that wasn't where he was at. I thought that's where he was. It kind of uh, looked, it looked like, like it was actually it, in a gate area yeah, in one of those the, old circles of yeah, A&B. Yeah, the B gates. Like, right, but he can't, if he was on a flight, he can't get in there. They just let him in? What do you mean? If he's on a, I suppose to say, go through security. You don't think he was flying out or he yeah. waiting for someone? No, he was He was picking somebody up from the airport. Oh. Ooh, interesting. Well, you better get on this. Yeah. This could be a big one for the RJ. Security Looks like he was at baggage claim. Yeah, that's what I think. Baggage claim. In the center of baggage claim. No. You think that's where it was? There's I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the video right now, and it's, uh, there's a carousel in the back. Oh, there's oh, machines there at the back. Go. Of the All right. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got to the bottom there, of it. There, there it is. Is. Best research crew. Right. Nice job. But I also think No illegalities committed. That uh, Mark Davis has enough scratch to buy himself a ticket to get through. Or just, just buy, You think buy the ticket? Yeah. Just find the cheapest flight, buy a ticket, go through security, and knock it on the flight? Or, machine? Or, or you do it Ted Lasso style. Rebecca tries to get him to convince him at the end. She buys a first class ticket. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was not watch the season I'm on yet. season yeah. two. What are we doing here? This is like a year ago. What are we doing? Get out of here. Uh, out yeah, here. you're right. I, I was thinking of new season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're good. There's no new season. So uh, today is VGK Day. We'll get back to the Raiders here and the game management by Josh McDaniels in a couple of minutes. So Banner Rays, uh, the Kraken are playing. Is the Vegas flu going to take effect? The Vegas flu against Vegas or against the Kraken? I think it's Vegas. Yeah, I think you it gets it, Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. That was my tease. Good job. You figured it out. They usually can throw people off. Yeah, what were they doing last night? So they went to the game. Was it the whole team at the game? Because I saw Eichel on TV at halftime. Yeah, they did the torch lighting. 
That was the as a team, and then which is the silliest thing. Really, it, it really light. It's, it's like a button. button. Yeah, it's so button. embarrassing. The horn exactly. at Gold Knights is better than that, and that's also stupid. It, I'm not saying it's yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then why, they got away. Why is that stupid? It's all the torch lighting. No, the 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 air raid horn. No, it's game. okay. It's great. It's okay. Or, yeah, yeah. You have your celebrity do it. Do you think you could get that thing to go around three times? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. It's usually really strong people. Except no, it's not. No. Even Wayne Newton. I've seen. Yeah. He's like he's, 107. You don't. At this point, you don't think Wayne's on something? Allegedly. <laughs> I'd be t- if I had that much money and I was there's, 80. There's no. There's no drug testing for uh, cracking the siren. Yeah. Right. What does it matter? Okay, right, it's fine. I mean, you want to look good to the very it, end. You got to go through USADA protocol to crack the siren. No <laughs> the uh, the. The former UNLV football coach, whose name will not be mentioned, uh, almost broke it. I think. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was. I mean, he, he was did. ready to go. Yeah, he did go. Whose he name did. will not <laughs> yeah, be mentioned? I'm not, I'm not saying it. it's Marcus Roy. Uh, my buddy. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he almost broke that thing. Okay. Um, so and I, don't, I don't know if there was testing for him either, uh, but yeah, it's an, it's an easy thing to do. No, I'm. Ta- but let's get back to the light and the torches. This it's, it's got to be the silliest thing it's out stupid. there. But it's after a digital torch, yeah, you YouTube. hit a button. It's. What are we talking about? So after after they lit the torch, the uh, the Stanley Cup got a booth at a Win nightclub, and so it was sitting. Oh, really? It was sitting in a booth uh, down there, and a bunch of players, it, Golden Knights players, wearing Raiders jersey, sitting around it. And then Eichel took it with him late in the second quarter to go over to the ESPN set uh, to do an interview. And then most of them left, but not all of them after the game. Hmm. Did you see the Sports Center commercial with the? Yeah, they're washing the dishwasher. Yeah, they're washing it's the Stanley Cup the dishwasher. Oh, really? Marcia and Eichel. Yeah, and they put in the dishwasher. They take it out. Like, should we wash it again? Like, yeah. So they put it back in, and Eichel t- puts the uh, dish soap in. <laughs> it's good. It's it, good yeah, commercial. That does sound good. Yeah, yeah it's a good it's concept. Solid bad. commercial. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was at the game last night, having a good old time. And uh, I don't know if the cup is hungover, but I, it didn't appear that the players were drinking. I think they'll be okay. Keep talking. I'm on okay. the website. It's, it's fine. You're going to go. Crack in. <laughs> plus. Uh, Vegas flu. 135, I think it is. The night before the game. I mean, it's they, early they in left, the season. Yeah. They also left before the game was over, which the game ended at like 8.15. They were mostly gone by like 8. Now, would, are you worried that – because there was a, a what appeared to be a long conversation between Aiden Hill and Marshawn Lynch, which I have no idea what Marshawn was telling him or what they were talking about, but maybe he's in, maybe he inspired them. That's true. To what? Those two fit. To what? Stay too fit. To not drink? They do. Or no, drink. there's a conversation. Maybe he's Party or not him. party? He's like, ah, if the coach calls a run play, just laugh in his face. That's, I, don't, I don't know what he was talking to him about. Who knows? Who knows what they're bonding over? Maybe take I, a shot of Hennessy before the game. I had a quick conversation with Marshawn yesterday. You too. said that. I didn't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep going. No, I got, I got to – I talked to Marshawn very briefly because there is some shoes that I really, really want and I would never, ever buy them. And I was like, who would ever buy those? And I'm looking, like, he's wearing them. I was like, God, I was so jealous of those shoes. Like, yeah, great, aren't How they? How much? Uh, I mean, if you find them on sale for half price, you can get them for like 1200 Are you really in the market? No, I'm saying I could oh. never buy them. I'm like, who would oh, okay. ever buy those? I thought you couldn't buy them because you'd be embarrassed to have them. No, but also, like he also was wearing very long pants that covered them mostly. Yeah. I was like, why would, you, why would you buy them and not even show them off? He had a long jacket on, too. He did. And then he was dancing. It's like, it's hot. Well, he, I, I don't know if it's. Did he take the jacket off? Uh, no, he wore it the whole night. Uh, and also, he was wearing it outside because when I talked to him, he was at the the Madden bus. Okay. Uh, and he was playing Madden against some content creators, which I'm sure will come out on YouTube at some point soon. Uh, but yeah, he was wearing a jacket outside. It was like 95 degrees. What's the most you you scoffed at the shoes? 
Yeah. I often have a shoe conversation here because I've told the audience many times I've never purchased a, any shoes over sixty five dollars mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. What do you got? I, I, I just snap a. Should I post it? I snapped. You've never gotten over a thousand for shoes, right? Not over a thousand, no. You have boots. I have boots. Those will run you high. Cowboy yeah, boots. yeah, no. You've never gone. Like I, I have. I have a pair of Justin Walker designer shoes. Yeah. That, there they are, right there. Oh, that's not worth twenty five hundred bucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even get that. Yeah, you know, you know. Can I tell you what I would? Okay, I know. I know you guys hate TikTok, but I got stuck in an algorithm last night on shoes with lifts. Yeah, I kept seeing diagrams of Meatball Ron, yep. as our guy uh, Donald Trump calls him. That apparently he's wearing these boots with lifts in them. Yeah, you can tell from the crease in the boot. They're saying. I, was, I saw. Is that what I'm, it is? I'm somehow caught in that algorithm too. Are you? Yeah. I well, don't I got care. I really don't care um, at all. I, but I, if I can afford them, I'm getting them. <laughs> I am so tired of going on these basketball road trips as a five nine guy. I it's, want to be like six two, six one. This was a. I uh, heard it was a, like a four inch lift. <laughs> this is a Seinfeld episode. With who? About lifts and shoes. Oh, really? Yeah. It's frowned upon about uh, frowned upon among the the short actor world. Oh, it is. Short yeah. actors get mad at other short actors. Apparently, and that was it? part of that was part of the. Was little people? Oh, wait, what? Wait, <laughs> yeah, it was the little thing. people wearing the lifts. So it was little people on little people. Hate yeah, he was. Yeah. Acu- there was a. Acu- they were accusing each other, like you're wearing them, and then, then he got too tall because then the kid. I don't know. It was a whole thing. <laughs> this is too deep. But going back in, uh, it's way too deep. Going back in MMA annals of media people, remember the guy Mike Straka, who was very short. Uh, Matt Serra, who's very short, accused Mike Straka of wearing yeah. the lifts back in probably like 2006. So, also, this is the thing. Since I mean, you're not, you, you know, you're not a giant. I'm a, might I'm have a pre- might have a presence in the courtroom. I'm comfortable with my height. <laughs> over, it's, it's all about how the, you carry what's yourself. The ratio of wins on on uh, over six foot attorneys. No, it's more directly if you got a draw. If you got a draw, yeah. you got you're gonna win. There you go. Well, since we we're spinning, draw. since we're spinning into the former MMA world here that you just went down last that. night as the Golden yeah. Knights. I'm out of the camera shot. The Golden Knights were escorted into Win Nightclub. By a security guard. I'm not sure if he works for Win or if he works for the team, but the security guard escorting them to the table was Jake Ellenberger. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That is, what, that, is, that is in the Wayback Machine. Sure. Yeah. And and I was like, I'm sure he can handle himself just fine. It's like, oh, Jake Ellenberger's here. <laughs> so I don't know if he works for the team or for the club. But that was interesting. Well, you got to find out. All right. That's what I'm working on right now. Well, why would you give it out on the air? Nobody, Someone can steal it. Nobody's going to steal it. There's a lot of hardworking journalists in this town. Well, there's also They're not a whole lot of angle. people that cover both MMA and the, and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Sporting Tribune has some people. Might have to give them a little heads up. I'm worried. Whoa. Wait, what is... <laughs> they're, like, they're, like a, uh, they're like a brother to us. I know. Or I mean. a sister publication. They wouldn't, that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't do that to us. They're like a brother. All right. Well, the show is... Uh, everything I said we were talking about, off the rails. Very much off Why the wouldn't rails. It? Why wouldn't it be? Uh, when we come back, let's preview uh, Banner Night. and let's, let's also look ahead to the season and expectations, and um, especially what we think of VGK early in the season. Will there be a hangover with this team after winning the ultimate prize in hockey? I almost cursed on the break. We were talking about little people. I think the mics weren't on. <laughs> oh, no, we weren't. No, we you, weren't. You may have been. Well, we were, we were going over that Seinfeld episode sure. of the, uh, the boots and the height. I never heard heightening. I want to try that. It's my thing for the basketball season. All these dudes are like 6'5 on average. I need to go with heightening. All right, tonight's game. Yeah. Um, tickets are going for a pretty penny, and why not? This could be a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I think the Knights are set up to win moving forward. 
For both of you guys, what are the expectations, especially because I think they can defend the cup, but early in the season I think is always the test. Like how strong do they come out of the gates? I think they're going to come out fairly strong just because Bruce Cassidy has a history of strong starts. He's ahead of the curve defensively than most other teams as they're still getting warmed up. That seems to be the narrative. But my expectations, I got no expectations. They could blow it this whole season and I won't care. Like really, they got they your cup. The got dude. I I have never cheered for a professional sports team. Any of my fandom has never won a championship. Golden Knights did it for me. That's it. I don't care. Yeah, well, two and three in a row feels good. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, I hope that happens, and I do think that they're set up to do, be able to do it again. I mean, they their run in retrospect was dominant. You know, it's the most dominant run that I've seen since the Golden Knights have been in the league. I know that's only six years, but. Uh, they never faced an elimination game, all that stuff. I mean, for me personally, tonight, I'm going tonight. I'm just going for, for the banner. That puck drops not until 8.09. That's late for me, bro. There's like third period. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be there. I don't think I'm going to be there. It's too late. Oh, I get man. up. I get up. At, well, I mean, it's I get not, up at five it's not great for deadlines either. Let me tell you. Yeah, if, we put this, if we put this video out, yeah. how spoiled are we here in Las Vegas? Oh. There are cities. There's a country. There is a nation to the north. What is it now? What are we at? I keep losing track of the, what was it, 96? Last Canadian title? 30, no, 93. 30 years. So we're on exactly 30 years. There's an entire nation that hasn't won a cup. And you're like, game one, eh, I'm happy. I'm happy moving forward. I might leave. What do you mean? What is this? It sounds like good balance in your life. You know what? That's a good point. I'm happy with my team. Wow. They've, like I said, they've already earned my loyalty. I watched, you know, I'm going in to watch the banner. I went to the celebration. Look I did the this. whole thing. I got, look at that. I got my weathered, it's weathered old. Sort of obnoxious hat. It is obnoxious. It's a really weird it's little big. poofy hat in the front. Somebody made that, yeah, right? Yeah, 100% that was uh, handmade. No, I'm, sure, I'm sure with the person who bought it, I'm sure it was $57. Oh, okay. she, she has a pension for buying. It almost looks like the safety helmet in baseball. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Or the little bubble wrap yeah. safety helmet for, for spring training. <laughs> yes. I or, actually uh, suffered a mild concussion doing the show yesterday. <laughs> Not to joke about. So I've got, I thought it was a, yeah, gar- a guardian cap. It guardian is a guardian cap. cap. I've got my guardian cap VGK hat on. That's right. So, I mean, I think they'll start out fairly strong. Uh, I think they'll make the playoffs. It's. I think it's difficult to go back-to-back. Um, and oh the thing, God. the thing that's not – I think them not making the playoffs the year prior to winning the cup was not just coincidence. They had gone to the conference finals for the previous three of the previous four years. Those were long seasons stacked up on each other. Oh boy. You get that rest. I think well, you do it was a little also, bit there. I mean, look, last offseason we talked about look, it was it was injuries. Yeah. Why didn't they make the playoffs? Injuries. Why did they win the cup last year? Injuries. Right. Every other team had injuries. They had a historically healthy run through the Stanley Cup. Playoffs. Right, but my, that just adds on to right. my point, right? They like had too, too many games stacked up. Yep. I mean, that that's certainly possible. There's also good fortune involved in it, you know, at some point along the way. Sure. And, um, they had a, an Eastern Conference that got decimated, and then a really bad team made it to the finals to play them. And those things happen, but you, you don't expect that to happen again for them to be able to win another title. But they're more than capable of doing it, but for sure. For four straight years, if you play 20% more games – than everybody else but four teams in the league, and yeah. you do it for four straight years, that stuff adds up in the form of injuries. Yeah. Uh, you know, So, I, again, I think them missing the playoffs, having a long offseason was helpful. So they were 
like you said, historically so you healthy last year. You're they're looking an for older every team. other year, miss the playoffs, and then every no, other no, no, year no. make when it's down the No, I, I think their window is now. They yeah. you know they need to go now, but I also think they are still one of the older teams in the league. They just played, what was it, 100 and... Yeah, it feels yeah. like they literally just won the cup like three days ago. And now they're, now they're starting a season again. <laughs> it does which, and and I'll, I will say, and to your point, I think you made a lot of good points about how they how they could start well. You also could, conversely, they're not happy with how they played in preseason. Now, preseason doesn't matter, but just the way that they actually played, not the results or losing games, but several guys that I would talk to in the last few weeks were like, we, we have to play better. And now that it counts, we'll see if they're able to turn it on. But uh, I do think that they're they're still trying to find themselves a little bit after a short off season. Damon, we got a scenario here now. We got to deal with. What's that? Well, you and I off the air yesterday were talking about our hockey contributors because it's been cut back a little bit. And mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, Justin is going to be a big part of the show during the hockey season, and we're going to grade the Knights very hard, and then you're going to just react all year like, who cares? <laughs> no, they dude, won that's not the what I said. <laughs> Let's just enjoy it. No, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I, 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 as a we fan. are a town of winners. We demand winning. <laughs> So yeah. Nothing else. Just me personally. I'm not going to be upset with with how oh. you know. I mean, I, you know, you know, my fandom's crazy on the Golden Knights. You know, I you know, I flew to Florida and went to the games three and four there. I was there. You know, I went to every play home uh, home playoff game and some of the away playoff games and all the Stanley Cup. Justin final. had good seats in Florida too. I went down and visited them. They're fantastic. Those seats. were good seats, right? Yeah, they were. Uh, they were cheaper than those uh, sneakers or whatever shoes. Uh, way Marson. cheaper. Nope, way they were cheaper. not. No, they were, no, they were not. <laughs> they were no, they were more. not. So they were good, not cheaper good, than those uh, shoes. Stanley Cup tickets over some uh, weird-looking shoes. Yeah. But but I'm just saying, you know, they get they got the championship from a purely fan standpoint. Like, I'm not going to be upset with whatever happens this season. That doesn't mean that I can't be critical over how the performance is, but I'm not going to be personally uh, vested in them having to repeat in order to make to feel good about what happened last season. It doesn't need to happen that way for me. I know Adam will grade them hard. Yeah, sure. I think. They're cheaper than that? More expensive than that, are we? More expensive than that. Wow. Okay, what are we doing with the shoes? them shoes. Same shoes? Or different yeah, shoes? I'm showing them the shoes and the, how much they are right now to buy if I want to buy them right now. And they're more expensive. That's I mean, they were good seats for yeah. sure. Well, according to you, it was a bad team. How could the tickets have been that expensive? That's true. Well, yeah, bad, fan, bad fans, bad too. Fan, yeah, it was the, not great. The fans, fans are terrible. Yeah, they were not good. And by the way, you noticed that whole path that Adam took? When he just, you know. Just that everyone, every other team was injured. Yeah. Which is a That's fact. True. Okay, yeah, they, uh, Kachuk was pretty hurt. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, but, but, but it, is, arm or something. it has become. <laughs> but you got to play who's out there. <laughs> with kids these days and their lack of toughness. I'm no, but hold on. To be fair, I said the year before, that's exactly what I said. It was like, what, what's wrong with this team? They're hurt. Yeah. It's not a. Re- it's not an excuse. Yeah. It's a fact. It's a reason. Right. Last year they were uh, incredibly healthy run and they won. But I will say also on Florida, they played a style that lent itself to injuries. Sure. They played a super physical physical command. style for all the rounds that led up to it. And 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 enough with the like broken sternum of Kachuk. It wasn't a broken sternum. It was it the joint connecting the collarbone to the sternum. Well, he couldn't lift his arm. Yeah, but still, they talked about <laughs> they talk about he broke his sternum. He did not break his sternum. You know the fact that he was able to go out there and skate. Like, oh my God, he broke his sternum. Look what he's doing. Wow. He's not. I mean, come on. It's a shoulder injury. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear it. That, that didn't affect Kelly Rudy in 1979. Wait, what? 
But those guys lived by injuries and died by injuries, right? They tried to injure every team that they played, and in trying to injure the Golden Knights, they injured themselves. That's literally what happened. Marcel Dion was fine in the 80s when he had his supposedly broken sternum. Okay. Are you going to (sighs) Wu-Tang? No. Hopefully. Are are you mad about it? A little bit. Okay. Come on. Wait, what are we... We got, ticket, we got tickets right oh, okay, now. Three, six, four, wait, 11, wait, 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 Don't give those away. Don't give those away. Three, six, yes. four, 11, Wu-Tang Clan and Nas. Nas. Um, New York State of Mind Tour. Let's do it. I believe they just had a De La Soul also. It is an unbelievable concert, by the way. Saturday, the 21st, MGM Grand Garden. Tickets are available at AXS.com. But Wu-Tang Clan and Nas, two tickets right now. Demond's got them. Three, six, four, 11, Caller seven. It's time for ESPN Las Vegas legal insider Justin Watkins to lay down the law. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Well, we started out at uh, 2.59. It seemed like it was going to be like a real grumpy show, real quiet in the studio, and then it just got real ugly during the break again. I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, Mike's around the whole time, though, so I got that on video, so I'll have to put that out. I don't, I don't understand this, this fighting. You've gotten so serious over college football, and it's because... You were left by the wayside with Oregon State and Washington State's with you. You lost the Pac-2 title game a couple weeks ago. Justin Watkins is here, not to beat him up. Uh, he's uh, one of our great sponsors and backers. You can call his uh, his firm. How about that? Uh, Battleborn Injury Lawyers, 766-1400, in the north. Reno's coming up in just a little bit. Um, okay, so now what's going on here? Because uh, there was another – was it a small development with the Pac-2 against all the teams that are leaving? I think there was a small development and there was a big development in the lawsuit. So first off, University of Washington intervened into the action, which means they jumped into the middle of the lawsuit between Oregon State Washington State against the Pac-12 and said, hey, we should have our voices heard here. Um, and you don't get to intervene as a matter of right. You have to do it on motion. The court has to agree and it'll let you in. Court agreed, let them in. Um, I think it's telling that University of Washington did it and nobody else in the Pac-12. And that is, I would think, to preserve their argument later that this is improper jurisdiction and venue in this you know, Eastern District of Washington. Now, University of Washington obviously is subject to the jurisdiction of Washington State, so that makes sense. So they picked that team and said, you're going to go intervene, you're going to fight for us. What came out in that news is that the the schools are all mediating a resolution to this together before the November 14th hearing on the permanent injunction. Well, it's technically a preliminary injunction, but in, in essence would be a permanent application of the court's reading, which, of course, if the remaining 10 schools lose, they would do some sort of appeal they would try maybe they would try to go a jurisdictional route and instigate their own lawsuits from the individual universities against the other schools in their own home jurisdictions it could get really messy that's the risk if you're Oregon State and Washington State is that there's no finality to this hearing i think the other i think the other 10 schools are coming into this somewhat bad faith in their initial filings they're like well we had to leave because Oregon State and Washington State blew this whole thing up. I mean, if they had been good partners this whole time, we would all still be together. That's their claim? That's their claim. They, they have to come with something. They have to come with something because their precedent is terrible, right? When USC and UCLA gave notice, they kicked them off the board. When Colorado gave notice, they kicked them off the board. They cited the same precedent that Oregon State and Washington State signing now. Mm-hmm. So they, they have to come with something 
extra on the argument other than, no, 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 no. That claim, that provision of the bylaws only applies if you actually withdraw before August 1st of 2024. Not if you give notice of withdrawal that will occur after August 1st, 2024, which is their current argument, right. which they didn't buy from USC and UCLA or Colorado. So they, they just have a real bad precedent on, on that point. So now I think they're trying to build momentum behind the idea of like, you know what? We all really wanted to stick together. We were all working toward a common resolution, but for Oregon State and Washington State really screwing this whole thing up, which is why we all had to leave. Oh so, so remind people, kind of reset this. What's at stake? Well, somewhere in the neighborhood of three hundred to five hundred million dollars of assets, and why I say the neighborhood of three hundred five hundred million because there is no public disclosure of what liabilities are on on the line. We just know money coming in. The money coming in is real close to $500 million. But I'm sure there's some money coming out, and Oregon State and Washington State have acknowledged that. Part of the reason why they filed this lawsuit is like, they won't tell us what the liabilities are. They won't tell us the assets. They won't tell us the liabilities. They're not giving us access to the books for us to make a determination of what our rights are, what the likelihood is that we could rebuild this conference. And and you know what? I, I do think, I do think the little conspiracy theorist in me is that I think that they do have some a handshake deal with the Big 12, but they can't say it. They cannot even acknowledge it in any sort of public way because if they do, then they're in the same boat as everybody else of all the other remaining schools. And instead of getting half of $500 million, they get one-twelfth of $500 because you all left at the same time. right? They need, to, they need to win their action, be the only board members left, and then vote on how to split the $500 million amongst the two of them. Then dissolve that, give the money to the Big 12 and move into the Big 12, and the Big 12 comes out ahead. So there's been rumors on on Twitter and everything that, oh, the Big 12's been talking to the Pac-12, and then you see all these public comments. No, they are not They are not in consideration. And I think I personally think that's because they can't say they're doing that. Otherwise, Oregon State and Washington State lose some credibility in their action. So ultimately you think that – there will not be a Pac-2 plus Mountain West plus AAC. I think that that's a, still a possibility, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put it as the the leader in the clubhouse. Only because I think they'll if if it goes, they will win this lawsuit. And if they win this lawsuit, it's going to create enough problems for the remaining four super conferences right. that. They're going to have to invite them in somewhere. They're going to find spots for those two somewhere because otherwise, and then they can redistribute the money. Um, otherwise, it's going to be too big of a headache. So, right. if they were to lose or partially lose, meaning they didn't get all five hundred million, but let's say they got half the money, then I think that they could use that half the money to rebuild, and that would be their preference. But I don't think, if, if unless they win the, the litigation, I don't think they're getting an invite. It's funny. I was talking to a, a longtime resident around Las Vegas or in Las Vegas earlier today, and we had mentioned this on the show, Damon and I, that the Lakers were playing yesterday, and it was like, okay. Like, that used to be a massive thing here, but it was going against Monday Night Football. There's so much going on right now. But one of the things that did come out was LeBron James sort of updated his wish to be the Vegas owner of an NBA team and then said, I want my own ownership group. I'm not joining up with someone. Like, essentially, I don't need some – rich person to give me a hand up. No, I want my own group. We started hitting on this like a year ago. 
Shaq or LeBron? One, who do we want if they were the former NBA player in the group? And two, who does the NBA want? I think I want Shaq and the NBA wants LeBron. Yep. I think Shaq is a massive dog. Not that yep. he's in poor standing with the NBA. But I just, as a Vegas resident, I want Shaq. I mean, I he's lived here. Sort of agree. You know? I don't want to commit to it because I like LeBron too. I like LeBron. No, LeBron's not bad either. I'll take yeah. either as an owner. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but I think Shaq has more bona fides with the locals as being invested in this community. Can anyone here make a pitch that the NBA would rather have Shaq over LeBron? No. Shoe companies are powerful too. Yep. The league wants that might. The player might. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at some point they'd be well served to just join up. Yes. Especially if you're Shaq. He's like, all right, I wanted my own, but let's me and you partner together and let's do this. I don't know. Shaq has been a minority owner before. You know? I don't, it could be equal. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that would be awesome. I, I think that would be great. And and I love how they're both talking about this as if it's an inevitability that Vegas gets oh, yeah. a team. You know, like, they're not saying, well, you know, if. They're, they're saying, you know, when Vegas gets a team, I mean if. You know, yeah. but <laughs> it's already, I think, the writing's on the wall. Um, I, I would love to have Shaq as an owner. I, uh, LeBron would be cool, too. All right. I was looking at the monitor because we were about to make a bet yesterday in college football, and I was trying to come up with another bet right here. Our, our bet was going to be, starting next year, which Big 12 program wins more games, Arizona or Colorado? And I'm going to take Arizona. Starting next year for, starting next for, year. for the season. Yeah, season wins combined in the next two years. We're doing now. We're doing two year bets. We can't keep track of the one year bets. Now we're doing two year bets because I also have a bet with uh, Demont sneaked out the Colorado win this week. I know that was big. No, because we also <laughs> have over under seven wins for Colorado this year. Anyway, let me get to the uh, the other bet if I still remember it. Um, do do the LeBron whatever's Le, the LeBroners Las Vegas LeBroners do they play a game in their actual Vegas arena before the A's play a game? At their Vegas baseball stadium. Oof. Yes. Oh, at their can home the arena. NBA beat? Yeah. Yes. Can if, the NBA beat the A's? But they have to both play in their Vegas built, like their proper Vegas mm, building. And you don't count T-Mobile as a proper Vegas building. No. no. Why is it built for NBA? That doesn't count. They got to build a no, separate the, arena. The That's is, the bet. The problem That's is the bet. The A's are. But what if the they a, don't build one? The A's. Cl- then the the bet's void. You know they're building one. Come on now. I mean, T-Mobile's going to fight. The T-Mobile is, was built for NBA and NHL. Okay, right. so then the They're easy answer is the, the easy answer is the A's. Well, the, it's it, it's an easy answer only because they'd have, are they going to change the rules because LeBron couldn't do it until after he's done. He's going to play at least one more season, so they wouldn't be able to start the process until after next season. Oh, uh, okay, that's good. Um, so you should take the bet. I'm an but idiot. But they might I'm change biggest. the rules hmm. for him. Ooh, okay. Something to build on in future yeah. conversations. Justin, we appreciate it. 766-1400. That hour went by like that. That was good. Really good hour. Thanks, guys.